Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Damon Hederlich. With me today is Stace Babcock. Oh yeah, I'm with you, Daniel. Alex Finn. I don't know what's happening right now, but I'm just like, what? Samson Davis. I really appreciate my roommate. I know I could do a lot worse, but when he says that he's going to go away for the weekend, I'm so happy. Harvard to myself. Mm. Mm. And Marietta Jones. I am also Team Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see who remembers what happened last time. I'm going to pick on Alex. Okay. Let me put on my good old thinking cap and remember what's floating around in my noggin. What did we do 10 minutes ago? Oh, I know. So it was established that Dilly was actually possessed by the automaton and Chata was like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you, Dilly. We're fighting. And so she tried to kill Dilly and that was not the greatest plan, but apparently nobody was just like, maybe we should stop Chacha rather than Dilly. So we all kind of ganged up on Dilly, but Nyx was just like, don't kill Dilly. I will take this attack. And that was cute. And so after subduing Dilly and Dilly coming back to his senses, Chaja threatened to kill Dilly. And it was just like, this is what's happening now. And Donovan decided to be like, hey, you know what? That was very similar to how the automaton tried to strangle me as well. And didn't he say a Dillibrand, which was also on the wanted poster, so... So we skedaddled from there. We decided, we have money now, we don't have to just crash in people's basements. And we got an actual hotel room. Chacha feeling, I don't know, I guess salty? I don't question what Chacha does. Chacha just does. Got her own room, and had two twin beds to just lounge upon. While Dilly, Nix, and Italia were frugal. And got one room with two twin beds. Awkward. And then there was discussion on who gets to wreck that toilet first. And Nyx won. Yeah, Nyx got to wreck it first. And then... Italia doesn't poop. It's canon. Italia doesn't <laughs> lower herself to those baser needs. Chacha woke up, saw a snake person, and was just like, God fucking damn it. Went to go get her double breakfast, because as we all know from staying in hotels, you get as many breakfasts as there are beds in your room. So Cha-Cha did her little, I am forest child, let me fatten myself up before the next trek. And down comes Dilly, Nix, and Italia. And we kind of came up with a plan about, you know, what are we going to do? And Cha-Cha said, well, I guess we murdered Dilly. And Natalia was like, how about no? Maybe we kill the automaton yeah. instead of Dilly. And then we found out Chacha has three vague plans, I guess. I don't know. I don't question these things. And then Nyx realized there were two posters for Chacha and Nyx up behind the bar. And nobody had disguises on because we weren't thinking things through. Atal is like, let's go shopping. We have a lot of money. Let's go shopping, shopping, shopping. And begrudgingly, everybody did it. But Nix's main concern was, they know who we is. Please get the fuck out. And as we were leaving the tavern, probably to never return unless we burn it down, several guards, about six, I believe, were coming around the corner and they were like, halt. And that's what I remember. That's right. They said we were under arrest in the name of the queen. I was just halt in the name of the queen. You oh, know, I thought we were under Stop arrest. in the name of love, in the name of the queen. Stop in the name of Yeah, they haven't gone as far as formal arrest yet. That was very good, Alex. I might end up using that audio as a guide for how to edit the last episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, you guys have been stepping out of the tavern. You see these six guards, and uh, they call out halt in the name of the queen. How far away are they from us? They are a short distance away. Chacha would like to shoot the leader in the kneecap with her pistol. Well, at this point, whatever you want to do, we're going to roll initiative. Oh, are they attacking? 
Because we could comply. Depends what you guys are going to do. How far away is short distance, like in feet? Is that like 20, 30 feet? Doesn't matter. Mechanically, it's... it's. Is it like social distancing distance? It's farther than that. Because an immediate distance is... So, like in D&D terms, you know how you can move and take an action? Like it's 30 feet? That's what an immediate distance is. A short distance is anything that would take your entire turn to move. So they're far enough away that if Billy rolled well, he could probably like cast this guy himself, and then they get closer and be like, oh, sorry, you are similar to somebody. That's what I was thinking. Maybe, but you suspect that they have probably been tipped off by the innkeeper that you were there. <laughs> Good luck. It's not to say you couldn't do that, but you would probably be operating at a detriment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I assume we're still going to be an initiative anyway, so... It'll be initiative for sure. So... Dilly has a 10. Okay. 14. So Dilly's plans probably isn't happening because I got a 19. Goddamn. Merida? 16. Okay. Cha-Cha goes first. I'm going to shoot their leader in the knee. Okay. Please make... So that is a... Functions as a light weapon, so please make a six. Eighteen. Okay, so that is... Does it have to be friendly for Nyx to take the attack? Ooh. And Nyx would do it by just stepping in front. She would not try to make it obvious. Just very casually. Um, let's say you could do it anyway. So yeah, you could definitely take the attack if you want. Alright, because Nyx wants to talk. You'll take four damage. Alright. Minus your armor. Oh, nice. This is a weird argument, and I'm not I'm not about to argue cha-cha bending bullets. I'm about to say, would it be more damage because it's point-blank range? Not in this case. Okay. Oh, so wait, you got an 18, though, so it is six damage. Yeah. Noted. Sorry. Okay. Next up is Italia. What is happening? Oh, right, the guards. Uh, have they come up to us yet? Well, they're still short distance away. Cha-Cha pulled out her weapon and tried to shoot one of them, and Nick stepped in the way and took the blast. So we're trying not to attack them? Nyx is. What would Italia think? Did Nyx go ahead of us? Nyx took the attack, which means she gave up her turn this round to take the damage instead of the guard. Nyx, you don't want us to attack them? I don't understand. You're not going to have time to talk about this. You have to decide what you're going to do. Some garbage on Flash. I think you could get them without getting us with Flash. That's what I mean. I just, but I also am like. You could. It's an errant effect. They're all in the immediate range of each other and they're a short distance away. So you could absolutely do a Flash that only affects them. Do it. Come to the dark side. <laughs> I mean, these are town guards. So, Natalia, I would suspect that you were probably conditioned not to just hang out. Well, I'll use my flash esoteric, and then I'll, I'll say something like, maybe we should just get out of here. Okay. So flash does two damage. Are you spending any effort? It's a nine. No. Okay. I don't know how I feel about this attack anyway. Okay, so I need you to make six rolls of nine. <laughs> six rolls of nine. Okay. One, two, three, four... Five. I'm just going to roll them all at once because I have the dice for it. That's the dream. That's how you know you have enough dice. Okay, so we have a 10 and a 4 <laughs> and a 14 and an 11 and an 11 and a 4. Okay, so two misses and everything else is a hit. Yes. Okay, so yeah, so all but two of them take two damage. And so next up would normally be Nyx, but Nyx already took the attack. So now it is Dilly's turn. Under cover of the flash, if I can, Dilly's going to cast Disguise Self and like slightly alter everyone's faces so we kind of look like generic brands of each other. Like, you know, in Spaceballs when they like catch their like stunt doubles. Yeah. That's kind of what I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. Okay. Awesome. A bunch of these guys took damage, though, and it is now their turn, so they are going to advance. They're going to spend their turn going up that short distance so that they are now an immediate distance. And now it goes back 
to Cha-Cha. The guards are now at immediate distance. A couple of them are hurt, and they're like, hold it right there. I guess what Chacha's going to do, because Nick stepped in front of her last attack, is kind of ready her next attack to, you know, kind of try and shoot a guard in the head, should they decide to not accept Dilla's disguises. Mm. Okay. So you're just readying in action, you're not doing anything else. So, next up it goes to Italia. The guards are here. You see that your friends have been disguised. Presumably you've been disguised as well. Even Jesky's been disguised. Uh, I think I'm like, guys, can we just get out of here? And I'll take like a few steps back, so, like ready to run and get out of the situation. Are you going to say that while the guards are in immediate range of you? What? The guards are in immediate range. So are you going to say, guys, so we're going to take a step, just get out of here while the guards are right there? I guess. I mean, I guess so. I did just attack them. Okay. Are, like, are we trying to fight them right now or are we trying to leave? I don't know what's happening here. Or are we staying with them? That's up to you. I'm just asking because, like, you guys don't have, like, a secret way of communicating, and the guards are right there. So if you're going to say to them, like, should we just run away, like, the guards are going to hear that. I'm just pointing that out. I, I guess I, I think she would still say that. I don't know. I feel like she could still get out of there. Okay. Okay. So are you going to take any action or are you just asking the question? I guess I'll onslaught the one closest to me and start backing up further since my party members have been attacking some of them anyway. Okay. So mental or physical? Um, I'll do the physical. Okay. That's a 10. Okay. One of the guards gets hit really hard. Does not like that. Next up is Nyx. Nyx is going to toss down her temporal mine and say, run and start running. Great. Great. Thank you. <laughs> So, where are you placing the mine? Between, I feel like Nyx is probably the closest because she stepped in front of Cha-Cha's shot. So, it's between her and the guards. Okay. So, you do that and you start running. Next up is Dilly. Dilly follows Nyx. Starts running. Okay. So, the guards take a step forward. And I'm going to say even though it doesn't make sense initiative order-wise, because I like this solution to the problem. The guards trigger the temporal mine, and all six of them seem to be trapped in some sort of stasis. And you guys are out of combat. I believe that stasis lasts for several hours. A day, I think. I'm trying to look back and find it, but it's a really long time. Mm -hmm. Well, sucks for them. Yeah. Chacha's gonna run after Nyx. Okay. You guys are out of combat. You're definitely getting away. It's a number of hours equal to the cipher level. So whatever that level is, they're frozen and immune to damage. Oh, so it's four hours. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they're trapped there. And you guys run away successfully. Yay. Where are you guys going? Shopping? Yeah, where? <laughs> Once we've gotten a block or two away and have turned a corner, uh, Dilla's going to change the disguises to something like farther from what we look like, so changing the clothes and okay. skin tone and all that. Okay, and you're spending the intellect points in order to do that for everybody? Yes. Okay. So, you guys heading to the academic ward to go shopping? Are you going somewhere else? What are you doing? I feel like there's so many different things we need to address right now. Can we just, uh, can we just, talk, can we just step over here to the side of the street real, real quick? Yeah. I'd like to get a little farther away, Dilly, before we stop and do anything, if that's all right with you. Can I try to find a sneaky route and lead us there? Yeah. Give me a stealth roll for done. It's a 14. You easily can navigate the crew through some alleys and things like that that are hard to follow to get to a place where you guys can at least have a moment to chat. Yeah, no one comes back here. Why did you guys attack the guards? Yeah, why did you attack the guards? Holy shit. I thought that's what we were supposed to do. I mean, they're gonna keep coming. They have your parents. Why would they treat us nicely if we surrendered or they caught us? Yeah, I don't want to be in the Queen's fucking prison. No, neither do I, dude. I was told that was not a thing we wanted. We got a lot of options that aren't just killing six guards, though. Like, I already got 900 shins on my head. I'm not trying to have more shins added. I'm not trying to be wanted for murder, you guys. Like, we could have lied. 
We could have, Dilly could have cast Illusion. Like, we have, like, a lot of options that's not killing six basically innocent guards. Hey, I wasn't trying to kill them. I was just trying to get out of there. They don't care about the difference, Italia. Like, assault, attempted murder, like, it's it's all the same to them. They they wouldn't distinguish. We would still have massive bounties. We Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if our bounties are bigger tomorrow than they were today. I, hopefully I cast Illusion in time before they got, like, too close. But, yeah, maybe... Keep in mind that Chacha's bounty is from the Queen. Nix's bounty is probably from the Nixos. But the Queen connects the two. The Queen cares enough to find Nix, right? Because she, yep. ca- she, she captured her parents. So I guess that's where Nix is. Yeah, from. yeah. Yeah, and the Queen has my parents. What do you guys think is, like, Mama Jay said they're not in danger now, but what do you think, what kind of danger do you think they might be in if I killed six guards? Okay, I'm sorry I didn't handle it right, but, like, you have to understand what my occupation has been for a hot minute. Getting taken by them is not an option. Like, Mm -mm. the queen is not known for her prison situation, and it seemed like either you stop them from getting us or get taken. That's, like, the only options I saw, so. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, getting taken is totally not an option, Tally. I'm not trying to get thrown in a dungeon either, but I'm just saying, you know, there's there's murdering them or attacking them, and there's getting away. Hey, we'll just tell me what you want me to do next time, I guess. I'm sorry. Uh, we don't always have time to talk. Like, stuff like that happens. That's the thing. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I just did what I would have done, I guess. What would you guys like to do now? Go shopping. Yeah. That's not an appropriate way to handle it, maybe. I guess I don't know yeah. what to do. Our first reflex just doesn't have to be to kill everything, you guys. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, like, we don't have to, to murder. Like, always be murdering. That's, that doesn't have to be I it. I wasn't trying to murder them, though. I was just trying to stop them from getting us. Yeah, Talia, I get that. I'm talking to Chasha right now. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not very interested in getting backed into a corner, especially while we have Dilly not necessarily on our side. On your side. I'm just not always me. Exactly. If we can't count on Dilly in a pinch, because you said the automaton was at Nix's house. So how do we know the automaton isn't working with the queen? And so if the guards backed us into a corner, wouldn't take over Dilly. Still not sure what fighting with six guards would help with that situation, Cha-Cha. Wound them and then they can't chase us as fast. Hey, I just had an idea. Yeah? What if we led the automaton into the queen's palace and, like, had it wreak havoc? And then, like, during that distraction, we, like, busted Nix's parents out. I don't know how we do that, but that'd be really fucking rad. Do you think, you know, it would be really fucking rad? You know, you have that connection with that automaton. I bet you could learn to control that connection, and that could totally be a possibility. That's what I tried to do this morning, but it's, uh, it's new still. But Well, you've had your coffee now, and there should be a little panic, which is often very incentivizing. Are you incentivized to control the automaton so it doesn't kill everyone and control you, Dilly? What? Yeah. I feel like that's anti what Nyx wanted, though, because the <laughs> automaton would kill a lot more innocent people in the palace than us just killing six guards. Yeah, so my ideal scenario, guys, is that we get rid of the automaton and then we let Mama Jay like, help with my parents. Because she said, well, she said they weren't in danger, but I guess who knows now, right? Well, should we go back and talk to her then? What's our next step here? What's our next move? Shopping, shopping. We've got like people shopping. coming at us. Shopping, for- Italian. We're gonna okay. Go let's go shopping. Yeah, but that sounds like an appropriate way to handle the situation. Let's go spend some money. Sounds great. Let's go shopping. And then we're gonna talk to Mom and Jay tonight. We're gonna join the Guardians of Night Hope, except for Cha Cha, probably. And then you know we'll go from there. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's go buy you a stiletto or some shit. Ooh. <laughs> okay. That sounds cool. <laughs> and I have the no paint, so we can, like, paint it invisible, and you can have, like, an invisible knife for, like, an encounter or two. I got some people I could kill if you need. Don't tell Nyx, though. But she's right right next to us, so. <laughs> what? Guys, like, killing people is fine. I have killed s- several people. <laughs> it's just the innocent people where I, I have a problem, you know? I think Chacha genuinely does think our guards are really innocent because she's used to the podunk little towns where the guards are like, oh yeah, go ahead, tie up this child and throw them into the woods. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, let's go shopping as um this blonde lady, I guess. 
I just kind of made stuff up. I was, if I can change you it. Describe yourself, Marietta. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm this tall, kind of skinny guy. Yes. <laughs> oh, Nick does have short hair. God, I'm just playing myself. This is like I don't think our gotcha <laughs> changes much if we're just playing our IRL people. Yeah, Can and Natalia is like auburn hair. It's not. This is the fun Easter egg in the movie where it's like, oh yeah, for like that five minute sequence, like those were the original players. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was a disguise. Disguise. Yeah. All make we're all each other. <laughs> Nyx looks like Alex. Talia looks like Samson. Yes. I love it. My dream. Chasha looks like Daniel. (laughs) Shopping. Nyx looks like me. Guys, I don't even know where to buy weapons. I don't even know what you would use weapons for. We're going to this district. It's not weapons. It's ciphers. Uh, Not all the ciphers are weapons. You should know how Numenera works at least a little bit at this point. You do. Listen, Natalia, you don't buy ciphers. You find ciphers. That is factually incorrect. I mean, not entirely. Like, Yeah. I literally had a whole business centered around buying ciphers. Okay, but like after we deal with this imminent bullshit, can we eventually get a place for Dilly to make some ciphers? Because I feel like that's a thing he could do. And wouldn't that be nice? I, if we had like a friend who made ciphers? I would love to have a friend who made ciphers. That'd be great. Right? Long-term goals. We need to make some long-term goals because the the imminent future is a little bit stressful currently. Yeah, we should live to the long term first. All right, are we are we just shopping yet? I'm I'm assuming we've been walking and talking this the whole time. Okay, so you you guys get to the academic district and Dilly, you quickly kind of direct the people to Carmen's Oddities and Antiquities. It's not the fanciest place. This guy tends to trade in. He's not a right. He's just a merchant. So he does buying and selling. This guy's stuff is usually pretty okay. And like, every now and then you get like a student project coming through here. And it's like, they mean well. But if you get one, I can probably tinker with it and fix it up. So it's actually like effective. But this will be fine. Well, maybe you could just like use the IO from it. Or maybe it's like a cute idea and you could make a function for them. No, yeah, maybe what I'm saying is like, this guy's probably the best we can do like on a moment's notice. So. All right, let's hope he's got some stacks. How does Cha Cha feel about hurting Nyx twice? Oh, that's a good question, actually. I've actually been like debating it, and it's, I think Cha Cha's kind of like it's one of those like weird things, like Cha Cha's mind trying to like protect Cha Cha from realizing she's hurt Nyx, and Cha Cha's just kind of going, "Okay, so I have to either be sneakier about hurting other people, or get better about avoiding, you know, faster than Nyx." Take the attack is just you take the attack, like, mechanically. I know, but, like, mm-hmm. mentally, I think Chacha's trying to avoid acknowledging she's hurt Nyx because she just wants, she's trying to hurt other people, so she's just like, so I just need to be sneakier about it, or faster than Nyx, and then it'll be fine. <laughs> it's, Nyx is just showing how much stronger she is than I am, and so I just have to be f- faster. Okay. So you guys come in this building has tons of shelves that are covered with like strange things like you'll see small strange items things like um there's a mirror that shows really just it functions like a mirror but something's always missing depending what's happening it could be eyebrow and eye it could be some random object you'll you see like um you see a glass box that's holding like a living beating heart that's wrapped in a mesh of wires. You see, you know, like this one object that is sort of like a pulsing fleshy growth that seems to occasionally emit purple light. And these, these shelves are full of these things that I would say all of you have enough experience to kind of recognize as oddities. So it's just oddities on the shelves. But there is like a lock glass case at the front where there is the, the shopkeeper. Although it's not the owner of the shop that you usually think of, Dilly. He's not here. Instead, it's a young woman. You would presume an apprentice. But no one I've ever met before. Correct. Dilly still wow. goes up to the desk and like, Hello, we would like 
Hello, we would like to buy your finest ciphers. Thank you. Our finest ciphers? Well, just whatever you got. Our catalog. We have a catalog. Yeah, what do you have in stock? Um, well, I mean, our finest ciphers we keep locked up in the vault, but um, I guess the question is, like, what's your budget? Uh, Why don't you just throw a couple things out there? Give us some options. Help. Oh, what's, uh, what you got in, like, the 500 shin range? Well, in the 500 shin range, I have this item here. This is actually about 300 shins. It basically turns the person into a statue for 28 hours. It makes them immune to energy attacks and gives them additional armor, mechanically for armor. They're catatonic until it wears off. For 500 shins, I've got an intellect rejuvenation field. It uh, This thing creates a nimbus of energy that everything within immediate range regains five intellect points. I've got for, this is a little more expensive than what you were saying, but for a thousand shins, I've got something, I've got two items that I think are pretty amazing, if you've got the shins for them. A thousand, a thousand each, or a thousand for both? Yes, a thousand each. One, utterly erases the last five minutes of time. Everything goes back the way it was, and no one except the user remembers what happened during the last five minutes. And honestly, probably shouldn't even mention this, but because you're discerning consumers, I have a timed explosive. You can set any time for it up to a year, and when it explodes, it does 20 points of damage to anything that's right by it. And so that is what the seller is saying that is her understanding of what this device is i would say cha-cha i actually honestly all of you because you're experienced in ciphers and whatnot you're pretty sure that this is more than what she says it is this looks you know upon looking at it it becomes clear to you that while she's probably right about the amount of damage it does, you think the blast radius when it goes off is closer to a mile. Holy shit! In every direction around it. And honestly, Dilly, from what you know of the kind of IO that must be powering something like that, you think that it would probably irradiate <laughs> anything within that area. So this is quite a nasty device. You might even call it like a doomsday device. In fact, Dilly, I think you probably would have heard your master at some point talking about devices like these from ancient worlds that were used in great wars. But yeah, that's apparently what she has here. To be clear, she just thinks it's an expensive bomb. But you know it to be something much, much worse. That seems a little niche. That that seems a little niche. Uh. <laughs> um. So, do you have anything like stealth specific? Hmm. Good question. Well, I do have something. It's um. This is about two hundred shins. Um. This will create a weird distortion field around you for one minute, and it'll make you appear far away to creatures that are farther away than an immediate distance from you. So it makes it it makes it easier for you to dodge you know, attacks and things like that at a distance. That sounds handy. How many uh how much room do we have for ciphers? Uh I can carry one more, but I could also like trade in one just because like I'm probably not gonna make use of no paint anytime soon. Really? I unless you want it, but I No paint was kinda cool. So I have Mist Animator and Lie Eater still. Oh my god, Italia, just give me Lie Eater. I'll fucking use it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let me read No Paint again. Basically, you uh, paint a small object. It's invisible for now. It's cool. Okay. And did she? Did they list any like damage ones that were just like... Oh, yeah. The uh, one device that does 20 points of damage to everything in the one-mile radius. No, we're not getting that. No. I retract my question. If things get bad, we'll come back for it. 
<laughs> Nyx doesn't want it, but Stace wants it real bad. Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. What kind of role would it be to rob this place? So first you would have to figure out where the cipher itself is. They said it's in a vault, so that you'd have to get past this person. You'd have to find the vault. You'd have to find a way to get into the vault, as well as anybody else, if they have any other defenses, to get the item. Not saying you couldn't. I'm just saying it's not a single roll. Next 2.0. <laughs> I'm just saying, sir. Yeah, when was Heist 1.0? Was that when... When we tried to steal that object back, but it kind of uh-huh. went wrong. And this one could go right. Yeah. We have a good track record. When I was real excited about a heist episode and then Natalia just like did it. See, we could do this one right. Sorry. And I'm pretty sure Cirque du Soleil applies somewhere in those roles. No, I don't think you would talk talk next into robbing a shop. Well, I mean, Natalia got to do her heist. What about Chacha doing her own heist? I'm not stopping you. I think Italian might help. <laughs> so does any of those, you know, strike your interest or? Uh, a few of them do. Uh, do you have one that uh, disables machines perchance? Hmm. Let me think. Um, I can't think of anything specifically for that, although I do have one cipher here that is an electrical detonation. You know, it. You know, you can throw it at something for electrical damage. Like, that might hurt um, an electrical, like a machine, but I don't know. Well, it depends on the machine. I mean, you know how prior world relics are. And, indeed, indeed. Can Dilly do, like, a quick, like, mental calculation? Like, would that at all be effective? Or how effective would it be against the automaton that he is aware of in terms of its... uh? It would hurt it. It might stun it for a round, but that's about it. Okay. How much is that one? Um, for that one, it'd be 350 shins. I have more money. What are you talking about? You've got... I can't buy the 1,000 shin item, though. Oh, that's what you want. Okay. Well, obviously. <laughs> Which one? The doomsday device or the one that resets time? The one that resets time. Ah, no. That seems like a, a clutch deus ex machina when we need it. <laughs> You need some shins, Italia? No, it's silly. How many how many shins you need, dude? Two hundred. Yeah, I got that. Like you can have them. Fuck. I can't believe you're buying a cipher. That's ridiculous, but here you go. Thank you. Yeah, whatever, dude. You gave me some cash, remember? So she'll she'll I think she'll buy the thousand shin one that's not the doomsday. Okay. That's a that's clutch. I mean, what if things go tits up? Then we can just Yes, you buy a reset cipher. That's amazing. It is a level 10 cipher that erases the last five minutes. If if you activate it, you'll be the only one who remembers what those last five minutes were. Ooh. Does that mean that you're going to give me Lie Eater or? I hand her Lie Eater. <laughs> Here, I'll copy it. Thanks. Chacha's going to try and negotiate on the Doomsday device. Okay. No, no. don't do it. <laughs> So this is a pretty valuable cipher. Um, this person is an apprentice, so I think it's going to be they're operating at a detriment, but they also are not the expert on this, so it'll be a 15. I think Cirque du Soleil applies here. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Cha-Cha is just so fantastical and amazing, she inspires awe in the apprentice, giving her advantage. How would she do that? She does contortion on the counter as she's talking him yes. down. <laughs> I think, like, Cirque du Soleil just kind of gives her that creepy presence of, I'm magical, I'm mystical, you want to make me happy. Don't trust me with a doomsday device. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's kind of that stage presence. If you're trying to oppress her that way, I think there's going to need to be some sort of performance role that I would give you a plus three on before you're in a social role in order to see if you get an advantage. Okay. So give me a performance role of 12. Get a plus. You'll be eased because you're Cirque du Soleil. So that makes it a nine. I got a 17. Okay, so you will actually have an inf- you will have an asset on this negotiation. So now give me a social roll of twelve, so that makes it a nine. No, sorry, it should be a fifteen because how big this is. So it's a twelve. 
Okay. Well, I got a do 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 sixteen. Okay. I could probably do eight hundred shins. So that's about that's about as much as I could discount it. Next loan me fifty shins. Nah. What? Why no? Nah, dude. Because, dude, you just tried to kill the guards. You tried to kill Dilly. I don't really want you to have this, dude. It, uh, don't, you don't, next. Inside voice. So inside voice. I'm using my inside voice, Dilly. Sorry, I couldn't tell. <laughs> Dilly, give me 50 shins. Uh, I, we, uh, <clears throat> I don't think we need that. I think we're going to need it when we face the automaton. What are you talking about? It's you or the automaton. It would be everybody. Not necessarily. It does affect everybody in a mile range. No, dude. Most people aren't that strong. It would kill ev- almost everybody. You think we're going to use this in the city? I don't think that anyone should have it. If we take it, Chasha, I think we should destroy it. We'll leave it with Mama J if it makes you that nervous, but we need it. I don't like anybody having it. If it's here, everybody can get it. Uh, question for Dan. Is there kind of like a regulations thing beyond black market stuff? Like if uh, the city hears about like certain dangerous like ciphers, do they like come in and just like, hey, here you got this. We'll take that. Thank you. Bye. Like, is that a thing? They might if they hear about it. Okay. So the merchants as a rule don't report what they have to the crown. Specifically because the queen is paranoid. Gotcha. Okay, I'll mention that's tough. It might be different in other nations, but here in Charmond, like, you don't report that shit to the palace unless you want to get swarmed. Legit. Gotcha. I'll whisper that to Chacha. Like, if they probably won't report it, but there's a chance that it could get reported if, like, these guys pissed off some other merchants. So, like, we already have a reason for them to find us. So don't give them another reason. Chacha's going to turn to the clerk and be like, well, let me have this for 770 and you'll be happy. Give me a social wall. In this case, it's going to be a 15. 19. Okay. She agrees to it. And uh, you pass over the shins and hand you the device. Damn. Now I got to figure out what to do with it. So after that, uh, Dilly um, pulls out his uh, flesh eater. Uh, can I trade a... Uh... <clears throat> Can I trade this in for the uh, electric detonation? Uh, this flesh eater does four damage in her immediate range. So she takes a look at it and says, then she like looks at a, like she opens up a folder underneath. Sure. Um, but it will cost you a shelving fee of 50 shins. Does that sound fair in Dilly's experience? It, it's a little odd. It's doable. It's like you could negotiate it down. You think? Dilly, I guess, will kind of, like, roll his eyes a little bit, and then, like, all right, 50 shins shelving fee, and he'll hand over uh, 50 shins. Okay, they hand it to you. If you want a name for it, you can just call it Detonation Electrical. Detonation and Electrical. Pretty sus. Level four. Okay. Does anybody else want to try to spend anything? You guys have just spent a shitload of shins. Um, Some of you are... Back to the poorhouse, essentially. Oh, yeah. It's how many has 12 shins now. <laughs> Nix is the rich one. <laughs> Nix and Dilly. Natalia's like, I'll save us all if we need it, but you know. Dilly's got 600 shins still, so. Ooh, nice. Amazing. Well, until Natalia light fingers your purse. Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> My weight training. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> what would you guys like to do now? I'm kind of hungry, you guys. What do you think about an early lunch? Uh, yeah. I'm into that. We should get new clothes, though, because... Oh, yeah, clothes. <laughs> Dilly, like, lifts up his arms and you see, like, the rags that he's been wearing for the past, like, month and a half. <laughs> yeah. I need a tailor or a miracle worker, whichever comes first. You don't have to buy clothes from a tailor, Dilly. You can just buy clothes, like, from the store. Owned by the tailor, because that's where the clothes come from. Do general stores exist in the ninth world? Did Walmart make it? I don't think they've got mass production on that level. Like, I think clothes are actually, you know, they're, it's not like you have to get it, like, perfectly fitted. Yeah, I could, pro- I could probably buy off the rack, but I'm just saying, like, 
Are there thrift stores? The challenge, Dilly, is is that how are you going to get new clothes if you're wearing an illusion? Uh, I'll figure that out when I get there. Also, I think I can just change my disguise so it's just my face. I'm going to look into that real quick. Dilly, you could be wearing anything and just be naked and just have your illusion all the time. Amazing. <laughs> just keep renewing it. Dilly's not that weird. Don't break your concentration. <laughs> <laughs> gets punched in the face once and suddenly like, what? Yeah. Then he's being arrested for public indecency uh-huh. as well as everything else. Yeah, but is there a is there a secondhand shop that would have clothing, Daniel? Sure. Alright, that's where Nick's would go. The, stu- the college students need to buy stuff from somewhere. <laughs> Dilly, you could easily get some secondhand clothes. They're not going to be fancy or anything like that, but you could easily get that for fusions. Uh, Dilly will, yeah, I guess. Something more, like, adventure like, mm-hmm. not just stuff he was, like, wearing when he first went on the run, but, like, sturdy clothes, basically. He'll probably take Nix's advice on, like, mm-hmm. what to get, especially in terms of shoes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, it is now midday. Nix got new clothes, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, did, what are Nix's new clothes? That's just fucking trash. She's got, like, a denim jacket. <laughs> mm-hmm. With like a yes. hole in the left elbow. Yes. What is she gonna do with her fancy traveling clothes? She's gonna ditch them because they they kind of. Well, she, she might keep them. What about the pin? She's gonna keep her pin. She's not gonna get rid of her pin. She's not gonna wear it though. So she, um, with the connection being made between Ne and her mom and dad, she's gonna take get rid of the fancy clothes and put on. Yeah, I'd say denim jacket. Some random ass like uh windbreaker pants. They get like a teal. You know. Just a just a t shirt. Or whatever. I mean the ninth world probably doesn't have t shirts, but you know, like just like a normal shirt, like no collar. Okay. And a cloak. So she can pull up her hood and a hat. Like a um A cloak with a hood and a hat? She's also gonna wear a hat when her hood's not up. Yeah, she's gonna get like a, a fisherman's hat. Okay. Or like a bucket hat, you know what I'm talking about? No. You're going to have to find some bucket hat pictures. Sun hat. It's a, called a sun hat. It's a sun hat. A sun hat? Sun hat. Yes. <laughs> Those are like the worst. Don't knock the sun hat. Is it possible to buy tools that give me like an additional asset, like a nice set of tools that like are two assets rather than just like the one asset? Is that a thing? No. Lame. All right. Okay. Do you guys have anything else are you going to try to accomplish? Before the evening. I think we just need to go back to Mama Jaren's and make a plan at this point. Not until tonight. We're to wait till tonight? That's what she said. Oh, oh, right. Were you going to buy weapons, Italia? I felt like that was a thing. Weapons. Yeah. I have no money. I don't know if you know this, but I just spent all of my money. Oh, I have money. I got some coin, too. I just really wanted this in case, you know, it seems helpful with our history. So do you want, like, an actual weapon or... I don't know. I mean, like, I've got this uh, forearm blade. You've had a forearm blade this entire time? Yeah, I used to, like, three times, man. Yeah, my esoterics do more damage, you know? I don't really think I need to do weapons. I was just if there's, like, a cool cipher, and I got a cool cipher. It just wasn't really a does weapons damage cipher. Oh, yeah, I don't think you really need weapons either, Italia, but you seemed really kind of stuck on that, so I just wanted to make sure you had a chance well, I, I got a really cool other thing, so I don't feel so stuck on it anymore. I got this really cool cipher. Yeah, but Chacha got a cipher that can kill everyone within a mile. That's pretty bonkers, isn't it, Chacha? I don't want to kill anyone, though. Or you could kill somebody and then rewind it back and then like, let them live. Like a safe state in Skyrim. Just go wild for five minutes. Just for the giggles. Only you would remember you killed them. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I just had a really dark thought. Out of character, you could kill Chacha, see how the world like fucking ends. And how, like, the horrors, like, go wild after that and then be like, all right, guys, I can't tell you how I know this, but don't do this. Yeah, she was the secret the whole time. You do have to live long enough to activate the cipher. I was just like, you have to manage to actually kill Chocha. I mean, (laughs) Chocha's a nano, right? Just to be clear. Yeah. Okay. What's your white pool? Just curious. No, I'm just kidding. Um, let's see. (laughs) Right now, it is 11. Double digits, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Billy's is also eleven. Oh, shit. So what are you guys doing during the afternoon? Are you shopping? Are you just laying low? What are you doing? Uh, gosh. 
you want to investigate something yeah, investigate. in the meantime, it's it's up to you. A murder. Who's murder? Cha- the know. person Cha-Cha just murdered. <laughs> <sighs> Cha-Cha, why is there red on your hands? <laughs> uh, if no one else has a suggestion, Nyx would want to start researching the law. <laughs> the law? What law? There is only the queen. The law. The law. Uh, yeah, like what the queen normally does with her prisoners. Nick's gonna read a fucking book. Okay, I don't think Nick needs to research this. So I think you know that the queen is kind of a law unto her own right. So it's more a matter of what would be compelling to her. It's not like you're going to be able to mount a legal defense. Okay. You have to give the queen something that she wants instead if you're looking to get the parents get your parents out or you have to get them out some other way what's something that the queen wants instead nix grabs chasha no um (laughs) i mean i was gonna say we agreed we agreed like a dozen episodes ago more than that i don't know what episode we're on that we would not turn each other in well other than research i can't think of anything that nix would want to do this was true in the source book i don't know if it's true in your world dan but the queen it kind of has a a contention, I guess, with uh, the Order of Truth over uh, Numenera and Numenera knowledge. Is that still in play here? That tension exists. I think it's probably with every ruler in the Order of Truth. The Order of Truth has a, probably from most rulers' standpoint, an unseemly sway due to the amount of Numenera knowledge they have. But the Amber Papacy uses that to try to keep the steadfast nations from warring with each other. So as you can imagine, every nation probably doesn't like that the Order of Truth has that power. Are the Order of Truth and Amber Papacy the same organization? Or was I... Practically, they end up being. The Amber Papacy kind of directs the Order of Truth. It's not to say everybody in the Order of Truth has the same political motivations that the Amber Papacy sets down, but the in at least in our world, the Order of Truth at least from a hierarchical standpoint, all answers to the Amber Pope. Okay. Um, then what about key? Is there a, is that just kind of the same tension, but not exactly animosity? Just kind of a... Key is sort of a nation that, in at least in our world, our version of the Ninth World, like, um, it's always on the edge of war of Navarine as probably their most notable enemy. There's no open war, but key is not particularly trusted. Right. In fact, that's one of the reasons why Karfa is looked upon so unhappily, because he wears yellow a lot, which is typically associated with the Assassins of Key. Oh. Even though he is theoretically not one. Interesting. So, next, if you're trying, maybe you like, uh, do something with Key? Like, I, uh, this sounds treasonous now that I'm thinking about it, but, like, would you, like, start a rumor, maybe? That, like, something about Key is happening, and then, like, that'll distract the Queen from your parents, maybe? Oh, yeah, like, totally, we could start a rumor. Can you remind me again what you were, what was, what was Nick's trying to do? Some kind of research, or, or I guess Dr. Oz is kind of a loose, excuse me, Dr. Oz is kind of a loose end, but to get leverage on the queen, yeah, Nick's down. Nick is also trained in recent events and rumors, so Daniel, can Nick put her conspiracy theory hat on and see if she's heard anything that she could kind of twist and spread a rumor about? Okay. It's a 12, you're trained, so it's a 9. Intellect, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Spend effort. About to put an edge in intellect, I swear to God. 6. 18. There are always rumors about assassins from Key. That is one of the biggest fears in the area. They are quite clearly the... There's no open war, but they are clearly the enemies of Navarine. The most notable ones, probably in the people of Navarin's mind, and the notion of some sort of assassination plot, like if you can somehow draw a line to that in house attack, or possibly as some other form of danger is there, you know that there is a somewhat of a risk that if you draw a line to the palace attack, they may assume that Cha-Cha is an assassin from Key, so there's some danger there. But if you could come up with something that a 
is distracting enough that somebody thinks that that's just a minor issue, that might serve to distract the crown. Someone just bought a doomsday device and is walking around town with it? What? You guys were all disguised. Yes. And I mean, then it's not deception if you're telling the truth. Does Nyx know what a key assassin looks like? Or what the queen would think a key, like what a person in Charmant would think a key assassin looks like? There's not much known about the key assassins. They're typically very stealthy, although their official colors tend to be yellow, which is why people are distrustful of Karfa. That's how stealthy they are. They can wear yellow and still not be seen. Flex. Chatter walking the road and being stealthy. So, what in a somewhere semi private Nixel, like huddle everyone together and be like, all right, guys, this is the plan. We got to get the queen distracted and worried about something that's not me and that's not Cha Cha and that's not my parents. So, she's always freaking out about Key and the assassins from there. You know, Italia, the assassins, the ones that wear yellow. You wear all black, but they wear yellow. And uh, that's weird. It is kind of. Have I heard of these other assassins before? Everybody in Charmant has heard of them. They're sort of like the boogeymen from another nation. They wear okay. yellow because they are apparently so deadly. They want people to see them coming. Does Key uh, have like a symbol, like a flag or like a crest? They do, but that's not what the, assa- the assassins don't wear. They just tend to wear bright yellow because, once again, they're so deadly, they want people to see them coming. Is there spray paint? I mean, you could find paint. What are you thinking of? Painting yellow key crests in various places around the city. Like we keep painting them closer and closer to the palace. You could do that. You'd probably have to roll stealth to try to avoid getting caught. Oh, yeah. Avoid getting caught. Okay. Well, Nix is proposing this idea, so I do want to give other people a chance for input. How uh, do uh, the citizens of uh, Sherman get a sense of, like, how I think of the word? What's, like, the... Does the queen kind of have, like, a short attention span in terms of, like, what she's paranoid about? Like, is it, like, a week-to-week thing, or is it, like, oh, she's going to be stuck on this for, like, the next half year? I don't know if the average citizens have enough exposure to what the queen's actual thinking is like. They would know because you don't see the queen very often. Like, you see the effects of policy, but that doesn't necessarily correspond to how she thinks. Right. You know, as far as, like, a real-time feed. I, and I would say, just to clarify, like, the assassins from Key, I say that the boogeyman, I think of it sort of like how the U.S. in the Cold War saw Russia. Right, okay. <gasps> Kami's sweet. So, counter idea or simultaneous idea, Nix. Why don't we get you dressed in yellow and you parkour run around the town while we paint symbols? I think she's still going to want Nix then. No, no, no. Disguise her as, like, yellow. With a face yellow. Dilly could cast an illusion instead, like, away from us, instead of... I can't cast an illusion that far i can do like uh only do an immediate range so like maybe like 20 feet at most oh yeah and then they just need a glimpse people we just scare people dilly okay all right and then we also paint the symbols but i don't want to i don't want to attract any more attention to myself cha-cha i'm pretty fast but i'm not we should probably go talk to mama jaren before we execute any of these plans yo we got all afternoon natalia that's gonna be so long from now oh you just want to do this like now just oh yeah uh, uh, uh that's i just got new clothes like i don't want to was cha-cha there when no 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 when mama jaren told next to kind of not do anything without her? Yes, that was before you left, Mama Jarens. I think Chacha's going to also make the ooh face. Oh my god, you guys. That's Chacha <sighs> saying that. That's Chacha. Remember how Mama Jaren almost killed Adalia? We should not have her almost kill you. What do you guys want to do then? Take naps? Like, what do you want to do? I like naps. I was going to see if Dilly can change the attack radius on this doomsday device. From what to what? 
Make it more concentrated. Maybe not a mile. Italia, I would like to offer you an XP. <gasps> Hell yeah. Who will you give the other XP to? Um, I think I'm going to give it to Nyx. Okay. Also, asterisk, forgot to say this at the beginning of the episode. I spent four of my XP. Mm-hmm. So I'm specialized in understanding Numenera now. Ooh, nice. Italia, you notice that there's something different in your person. There's something extra in your pocket. I'll pull it out. It is a folded piece of paper. I will carefully unfold it. The paper says, Italia, we need to talk. And then a heart. And then mom. (gasps) And it says, meet me at Jima's house tonight. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, shit. She wrote you a little love letter. It's so cute. How did I get in my pocket? I'm supposed to be a good sneak. Apparently, I'm not a good sneak. Should have taken that specialization in perception. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Okay. Alex, something from this episode. I enjoyed how we... How we're being forced to kind of think on our feet without being able to go, whoa, whoa, pause. Let's all talk out our decisions before we make them and kind of making it, Mm -hmm. making us stick closer to what our characters would do rather than being like, okay, what do you want my character to do? It's a, no, this is what my character would do. Mm. You're going to have to deal with these consequences. I think it's fun. Like it's not ideal. And I think that's kind of the point. Yeah, it forces you guys to actually react to the sort of... Because you guys don't, as characters, you don't have time in the moment to think all these things through. Mm -hmm. And all four of you characters have very different perspectives on life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our backstories, experiences Mm -hmm. are a little different. Okay. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is Samson's turn. Samson, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? Oh, right. I can't imagine what it would be. Yeah, okay, sassy pants. Look, uh, listeners, it's Hades. I've been, it's uh, time of recording. It's uh, October, so Hades just came out, and I have been destroying my life slowly playing it. This comes out at about mid-December, I believe. So if you're thinking about a game to get yourself or a loved one, you love yourself, get your, get it for yourself. Uh, if you're thinking about a game to get yourself for this holiday season, get Hades if you've been sitting on it. It is a uh, hack-and-slash isometric uh, roguelite. And what puts it like above and beyond like all these other roguelites I play, like above uh, Spelunky and Dead Cells and... Uh, the swindle if you play that one is that at no point in like this roguelite loop is there like a dull moment is there a moment where you're just like uh maybe i'll just take a break it's perfect like the combat and gameplay is like fantastic but then when you die you come back to like the starting area and um there's like all these uh other characters you can like interact with and talk with and you give them stuff and it's a super giant game so the character writing is phenomenal the music is amazing it's well, it's uh, one of the few games where I've had that like, oh, just one more run syndrome because there's there's no breaking point where you can like pull yourself out. It's just it's bad, but it's amazing. But it's bad for your health. But it's amazing. See, I keep hearing about the thirst. <laughs> it makes you thirsty. I get that not everyone is into the thirst, but yes, there's a uh, hot goth stepmom if you're into that. There's a uh, like 1980s like goth go-go dancer Fury who's amazing. Listen, we are a thirst cast, not a podcast. We, we are, are thirst cast. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't know about you, but Alex and I are at least. <laughs> I have moments. There's an adorable Medusa head who just like wants to be helpful. Aww. Aww. Yeah. Soft spot for Medusa heads. And then um, your fa- So I should say the plot. The plot is that you're the son of Hades who's just trying to get out of the underworld but can't. And, like, your dad is, like, a complete asshole, but, like, in the fun way. Kind of like, uh, you know, wrestling heels were, like, the assholes that you kind of, like, love to hate them. Hades is completely that. Whenever you die, you, like, walk by his desk. He's doing, like, paperwork or whatever. And he's just like, oh, so you're back again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to be a son of Hades? 
Yes, you are the son of Hades. So it's kind of like Diskia. Yes. Except I've not turn-based. I've never heard that game, so yes. For shame. It's got all the cute jiggly boobs. <laughs> Hashtag priorities. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah, um, this is a solid game. I'm sorry if you've heard a lot above it, a lot of it by now, listener, but it's it's worth the hype. It's believe it. Believe it. Believe the hype. I have no idea when I'll have time to play it, but I did buy it just because of how much you've been talking yes. about. Yes. Um, it is available, I think, almost every major platform, Switch, PC, I assume, PlayStation, and Xbox. Ooh, Switch one might be nice. I, that's the one I've been playing on. There's no performance issues at all. It, it's phenomenal. Okay. Yeah, I actually really like playing the Switch because then I can, like, play it in bed as I'm falling asleep. It's pretty chill. And it's just like, okay, I'm dead. Good night. <laughs> Broadly speaking, I like roguelites for, like, midday stuff because it's like, I'll do an hour of work and they'll be like, ugh work and then i'll just like do a run real quick put away and then go back to work it's phenomenal okay. so yeah hades on i assume every platform you'll get an xp if you do it if you don't then no xp for you no tear up yeah i get an xp actually you have to give me an xp to deny this so yeah there you go okay well if people wanted to reach out to us to tell us what they think about the podcast or about hades how would they do that Marietta? well they would open up their browser and they would type in explorerswanted.fm and our website would appear, which is very cool because we have a website and there's links to everything on there. We have, we're very active on social media. We are on Twitter at Explorers Wanted. We're on Instagram at Explorers Wanted Podcast. We're on Facebook, it's just for Explorers Wanted Podcast. And then um, if you really want to come hang out with us, the best way to do that is getting on our Discord. We have lots of channels like about animals and plants and video games and tabletop RPGs and Kickstarters, and we just want to talk to you about all of it. And we want your pictures, too, of your, your pets, specifically, just animal pictures. That is very important. Yes. Yeah. But there's a link to our Discord on our website. Again, that's explorerswanted.fm. And uh, links to it on the social medias as well. And then if you're looking for uh, an additional way to support us, if you have the means, you can financially support us through Patreon. And we have some goals that we are working towards on there. And um, I think we're about to reach our first one. So we're very excited. Would love that. Yeah. And that is just Explorers Wanted podcast on Patreon. Just Explorers Wanted. Just Explorers Wanted. Just explore Yeah. We don't need podcasts. For I mean, you know Explorers Wanted, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> cool. And honestly, if you enjoyed the show, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell a friend and tell them why you like the show and why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do for us is to leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory, specifically Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Stitcher. Those places make a huge difference if we've got written reviews, written specifically five-star reviews, telling people why they should listen. That makes a big difference for people checking out the show. And in fact, we have another five-star review. Stace, what's that? Yeah, so on Apple Podcasts, Gixer135 from the US of A said, love this show and rated us five stars. I love this podcast. It's well edited and the audio is good. The cast is not overly silly like so many are great all around. Thank you very much. If you didn't like the podcast or if you thought it was meh, don't bother with the review. But listen, no one gets out alive, and thus all stories eventually end in tragedy. I mean, I could have a fatal aneurysm while editing this audio, and no one would ever hear it. Some idiot could run you over in a parking lot. I don't say this to scare you, but to remind you that despite our best intentions, none of us is guaranteed a chance to say goodbye. You likely won't get that closing monologue. So tonight, take a moment and write what you think you would say if you got a chance. For that final speech and then go to bed the next morning read it again to yourself and then decide how you plan to live up to it if you want to reach out to us individually you can do that on social media as well you can find me on twitter at andrelik a-n-d-r-l-i-k you can join me in my existential crisis at stace windu on twitter join me and talk about how much you want to punch theseus in the face at slam potato i want to punch him you can tell me how you felt the ending of Deadly Premonition 2 was at Realty Unicorn. <laughs> you can tell me how desperately you want a Fruits Basket Season 3 <laughs> and continue to help me participate on Twitter at I'm on a hike. 
Okay, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, or afternoon, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.